Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good afternoon, this is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business, this is the week of July 25th, last week in July. Yep. Yep. Because uh, it's only six days, yeah. Six more days and 30. Yeah, that's yep. it. Yep. So yep. Next week is August. We're right. two-thirds of the way through technically the summertime. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, it's really been amazing. a scorcher. It has. Um, yeah, we had a string of storms a couple weeks ago. There were like two or three days in a row where it was. Uh, that, that time of year if you live in the eastern North Carolina. Yeah, but we, we just, it's been dry for so long, and then it just, I guess, all caught up to us. Had many, there hadn't, hadn't been any uh, real tropical storms or anything yet, has there? Uh, I mean, no, nothing. Not that I know no, of. I mean, not that I keep, I'm not really a storm watcher, but anyway. There's some, there are some uh, small disturbances in Washington, D.C., but. Uh, small? <laughs> I'm being kind. Well, I guess if we're speaking in terms of intelligence in Washington D.C., there's some there's some about. some small Washington Washington D.C. may very possibly be the largest parasitic life form on the planet. <clears throat> Sorry, I um I was going to say um, Detroit, California. I can think of some I can think of some more Good parasitic point. places. And, and there's one guy in this big house in Raleigh that's kind of a parasite too that vetoes anything he doesn't like no because the parasite has at least some modicum of intelligence ah good point um and and the individual that you speak of um i think has none he just follows what the blue party tells him and he's very i'll give him credit he's very good at that he's very he's a one-trick pony and he's very good at what he does but um i I was and we'll get off this very quickly but i was amazed when the people of the state voted for voter I cannot, ID, I cannot believe the, this. the citizens of the state voted for voter ID. The, the ones that put him there. And he vetoed it. And I, I mean, I just. I, I do not I, know. How can that possibly be legal? I don't know how one person can decide that the state. When the it's state, wrong. The state clearly told him this is what we want. And it was an overwhelming majority. It wasn't yeah. just. But oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still shocked yes. by that. But anyway. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, just outside of Greenville, North Carolina. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, 252-746-6785. You can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www dot the journeys group dot com our website has a variety of financial articles that rotate through uh it has links to instagram and facebook and youtube youtube thank you youtube videos uh it has um information about our office where we're at has our calendar if you want to get an appointment with us has the podcast taking care of business there so uh, actually has has the platform to go listen to it and it has our upcoming events, which is September the 6th, I believe. September the 6th at 6 o'clock is our halftime report. Uh, earlier this year, um, at, at the beginning of every year, we do a what we call state of the markets, um, you know, kind of state of the union about the market for the year, about the economy and kind of what we think is going to happen. Um, and we talked about this last week. Uh, all of this, the, both the state of the markets and the halftime report are always they're, they're pretty fun for us to do because it involves a significant amount of research and data. This is not just what we think this is what we think based on data interpretation so if you're a if you're a numbers guy or gal or a statistics guy or gal um i really encourage you to to uh, either watch the state of the markets from the past or 
tune into the future one as well as the halftime report the halftime report is kind of a um i guess a checkpoint so to speak we're we're at that point we'll be um over halfway well over halfway through the year well if we're uh, airing it september 6th that means the research is probably through it's probably through june 30th yeah so that 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 the the data will cover through the first half of the year the first two quarters and and it, it kind of a checkpoint to see okay how how close were we with our predictions at the beginning of the year or how far off were we i mean were we were are we going to be surprised and then more importantly than that what do we expect to continue for the next for the next half of the year going into 2023 um so again that is september the 6th at six o'clock that's on zoom um the registration link will be on the website really encourage y'all to come out to to tune into that um it'll also be posted on our youtube channel if you can't make it live um but there's a there's gonna be a lot of really great information um because instead of like i said instead of the two of us just kind of jawing back and forth about what we think this is true statistical data and um, this is pretty hardcore facts uh, and numbers and, and you do have the option to ask questions so yeah interaction. yeah it, it is interactive there's a, there's going to be some time at the end for questions so again encourage y'all to check that out we'll be talking more about that as as we get closer to it all right last week we had the joy of talking about end of life planning we're going to continue that theme this week um last week we pointed out uh emphasize ad nauseum the need to have a will a health care power of attorney a power of attorney and a living will. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the next thing you need to make sure. You need to make sure that somebody knows where they're at. Or has a copy of it. There's nothing more fun than tearing a house apart looking for daddy's will because they know he's got one because they saw it just 27 years ago. So make sure <laughs> that someone knows where this is at. Uh, we recommend that you take a small notebook and everything we're fixing to tell you, you write down in that notebook. Uh, my dad, I mentioned before, died in 1990 of cancer at the ripe old age of 57. All right. He knew he was dying. And so he took a notebook and he wrote everything down for my mom and my sister and I to know where stuff was at. And I'm sure that was hugely helpful when the time came to deal with all that. Yeah. So um, get a little small notebook and put this information down in it. Number one, where are your legal documents? Uh, hopefully, your spouse will know know about that, but not necessarily. Would you say um, not just where they are, but in that notebook, would you put down specifically who the executor is instead of people having to look through uh, the will or, or would the I will would, suffice? I would put in the notebook the executor. I'd put trustees if there's any. Even though that's in the will, it just mm-hmm. makes it easier to. If you have any recommendations to make to your family. I would put that in there, too. All right. Second thing, list your advisors. Hmm. Who is your family CPA? Who's your family attorney? Who's your family financial planner? We have, uh, periodically, we'll have families that will introduce us either in person or virtual to their adult children. We we actually request that um, just so there's a level of comfort with uh, the adult ch- with the family and us because when something happens to mom and dad that are clients, we want the family to be comfortable enough to call us and say, um, "Guys, I need help. I, I, I don't. I don't know what to do. What do I do?" All right, list all of your bank accounts, the location, what bank they're in, what type of account it is. Uh, if it's TOD, transfer on death. Now, we have three. Uh, different approaches to bank accounts in our practice. In other words, we have clients that do three different things. We have one client, this is like my wife and I, that 
Everything we have is joint account. We have one group that they each have their own checking account, and they each pay their their bills. I mean, it's, it's kind of like two separate entities mm-hmm. that live together. And then we have kind of a hybrid model where they each have their own account, but they're still joining. They could write on or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, um, TOD, if you do not have a joint account, then it would behoove you to put a TOD on transfer on death. Transfer on death is a legal document that said, in the event the good Lord calls me home, this account automatically transfers to your spouse, your child, whoever it may be. It, it's a way to add on for a non-retirement account. Uh, it doesn't. You don't have beneficiaries. You're not required to put them on, and, and it they doesn't come by default. TOD is a way to put a beneficiary on a non-retirement account. More importantly than that, having a TOD bypasses the will, bypasses probate. That that those assets don't go into the estate. Uh, the, it's it's a really um, seamless way to transfer assets at your death because all, all it takes is um, a death certificate and the bank or whoever it is transfers the money into whoever's name. It's a, it's a very, very simple process. And it's critical list of bank accounts. You would be surprised in my 38 years how many times there has been a bank account that one spouse didn't know anything about. Uh, not necessarily nothing nefarious about it, but they just had an account that, I mean. Like a squirrel account or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So list those bank accounts. All right, next thing. Um, and this is a big deal. Life insurance. Hmm. Write the life insurance down. Don't forget any group or associations you may be part of. Um, if you are a, uh, a dentist and you've got group insurance with the American Dental Association, write that stuff down. Because, you're, again, your family's not going to think about it. Discard any out-of-date policy. There's oh. nothing worse, and we see this a lot. There's nothing worse than for a family member to say, here's a policy on daddy. And when we start researching the thing, we found out that policy went out 12 years ago. And so the family goes from getting what they think is a half a million to nothing. So throw away the old policies. Write down who your agent is. Your life insurance agent, so that, and it may be the same person as your financial planner, but it may not be. But write down who it is, so that again, because there's nothing more aggravating or frustrating than somebody go, yeah, Daddy had a fifty thousand dollar policy. I, I I think it was with X Y Z, and he bought it from, I forgot who he bought it from, and so we contact X Y Z, and they have no policy in his name, and the family's insisting as a fit. Well, we can't do anything about it. We we you know you can't do a there's not a, a database that I'm going to type in George Thomas Pate Jr. And any life insurance policy he has pops up. It doesn't work like that. Um, and update the beneficiaries. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had a gentleman several years ago who was in a second marriage and had been married to the second wife for 25 years. This was not like a new, no. a brand new marriage. Had, had adult children and everything. <laughs> so he and I were chatting one day, and I said to him, are you sure that he worked for the state that you changed your state beneficiary to your current wife? wife. Current wife. Absolutely. I said, well, just check it on the safe side. He called the next day and he said, you just saved my marriage because every benefit I had with the state, including retirement was legally going to my ex-wife yeah. and my current wife would have gotten nothing. 
So make sure the beneficiaries are up to date, especially if you have second marriages or second families. I cannot emphasize that enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right, securities. If you've got investment accounts, this should be in there. What are they? Whose name are they in? Who's got who, what company are they with? Where are they located? Yep. Um, and again, that may be through your financial planner, it may not be. Yeah. It may, it may, so make sure you list like, okay, I've got an account with uh, John Doe Advising. Okay, put that down. Or ah, I've got a brokerage account that's that's totally separate. Okay, write that down. Again, this is the more specific you are, the more information you give, the easier of a time your family will have working and, through this and stuff. by the way once you get this book done you update every quarter because yeah. things change yeah. um uh, but no uh, investment account now, my wife will tell you she has no clue what investments we have uh and that's not because i haven't told her because she doesn't care that's her choice yeah i mean that's yeah. that's you know now prior to george joining my practice i had very detailed documents they're not quite as detailed now because george knows what's going on because since he yeah he works with me all right the next thing a lockbox most of you probably have a lockbox at the bank. Where is the key? In that little book, write down where the key is to the lockbox. Write down the bank said lockbox is at, and write down the contents of what is in it. And like you mentioned last week, don't put any of these documents in the lockbox. Don't put your will. Don't put life insurance. Don't put any any important legal documents in the lockbox. Because when Tip- you die, they lock it. Yeah, typically <laughs> a lockbox is sealed at death until a representative of the clerk of court can go down there and inventory it with you. They have to do that? Yep. Typically. Not always. It's crazy. So if you, um, again, my dad. Yeah, my dad had a lockbox, had stock certificates in it. We couldn't touch them until somebody in the court met my mom at the bank and inventoried the box so but the important thing was we knew there was a lot box we knew what bank it was at and we knew where the key was at to get into it are there any businesses that are owned if there are are there buy sell agreements where are the stock certificates for the businesses that you own and what are the desires of your partners if you own them with someone um, we own a couple of businesses in addition to the journeys group and they all have buy sell agreements and there's very clear instructions. If something happened to me, what is supposed to happen? Uh, my wife doesn't have to make any decisions. Uh, there's formulas in place to value the businesses that we own to, for her compensation. But if you own a business with someone else, and your spouse has no idea what the deal is. You know, Joe Blow died. Um, do I? So I, I guess I, I guess I inherited my husband's business. You know, because he's dead. And the partner says, "No, we got to buy a cell agreement." Well, well, tell me about that. Well, if I give you a hundred bucks for my bit, I mean, just stuff needs to be in there. And yeah, you know, this stuff needs to be in writing. And in this little notebook, it would say, "Hey, we own X, Y, Z, and ABC." There are buy-sell agreements for both. Copies of the buy-sell agreement are in my file cabinet, third drawer, mm-hmm. Mark so-and-so and so-and-so. This is what will happen if I die. All right, real estate. What kind? You have a primary residence, obviously. Is there rental property? Is there a, a second, second home? home? Yeah. Where is it at? Who's own, who owns it? Is it paid for? Rental property, if it's leased, how much are you getting for the lease? Um, 
So, again, we have one of our endeavors uh, holds real estate, and uh, people pay rent. (laughs) And my wife uh, could care less about it, but there's very specific instructions about what happens because everything's in both our names, but she just doesn't really care about it. You, I mean, you've got it set up where if something were to happen to you, everything kind of goes on automatic. Where, where every everything, the groundwork is laid so that she doesn't have to worry about it. Um, she doesn't have to worry about, uh, okay, how do I handle the real estate here? How do I handle the sell of the business? How do I mean, she she doesn't have to worry about that stuff because, again, like we said last week, at death, um, the family has a hard enough time just just keeping their mind straight trying to deal with the grief um can you imagine trying to go through i mean the, the stuff that we're listing is all complicated can you imagine if none of this was written down trying to figure this stuff out what, on top of dealing with losing mom dad brother sister whoever i mean it's just it's a nightmare so t- spend the time take a little bit of time and and, and just write this stuff down um and that if, if not for you for your family yeah we had a scenario not so very long ago this 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 year uh, last four or five months where a gentleman died. He and his wife had been together for probably 30 years, Mm. um, had lived in the same house for 30 years. And upon his death, it was discovered that the house was actually not his. His parents had bought the house. He had lifetime rights to it. But upon his death, the ownership of the house reverted to some cousins of his. And, of course, they're going to sell the house. So not only did this lady lose her husband, but she can't stay in the house she's used to anymore. Uh, and she had no idea. None. No idea whatsoever. Uh, there was a significant life insurance policy that she absolutely vows is there. And we can't find any record of it. Now, and so basically it's not worth anything. Uh, but And we're talking about a half million dollars. She has vowed those a half million dollars. But I can't find any record of it. Uh, the family can't find anything. Um, the company can't find anything. Yeah, yeah. So. so, so here's a woman that was thought she was pretty well off, and now she's losing. She's lost her husband. She's losing her home, and she really doesn't have anything to live on. Speak of, and all this could be rectified if they had just did some end of life planning. Um, now, every now and then, about twice a year, I force my wife to listen to this stuff because she needs to understand about the businesses that we have and the, you know, the, the stuff that I'm in. She doesn't like it. Doesn't like to talk about it. Doesn't really, she's like, no, nah, that's just not, I understand. It's not but but she understands the, the importance of yeah, it. But you got to understand this. Um, again, not as big a deal as it used to be since George has joined our practice, but uh, prior to George joining, she had to know everything. Um, so yeah, sit down with your spouse, make those hard decisions. Um, you got to be brutally honest, honest with each other. Yep. When we named um, our, our guardian for our children, which our children are of age now, so they don't have to, but there was a family member that she wanted to name that I was not comfortable with. And I said, I'm just not comfortable with that person being the guardian of the children and the trustee. Now, it made her mad because it was a family, one of her family members, but I felt pretty strong about it. And so we agreed not to name that person. You have to do stuff like this. Uh, because you're not there to fix it, you're dead. Yeah, this this is this type this, of, this death thing is pr- pretty permanent. Unless you're Jesus, is pretty permanent. permanent. Yeah, um, the, the this this kind of thing, 
always results in somebody's feelings getting hurt always because somebody's always going to say, well, why didn't you pick me? But at the end of the day, um, this is your children and and your, your family you're talking about. So would you rather have somebody's feelings hurt or not have your family taken care of as, as you would want them yeah. to be? So, so again, have those hard comments and be brutally honest about it. Don't, don't, um, don't be afraid to hurt somebody's feelings yeah. when it comes when it comes to this stuff. Well, my dad, as I said, was fifty seven when he died. He died in August, so anniversary's coming up. Um, notebook on his desk at home. He was a, a big cheese for Sprint. Um, had stock. Had a company car. I mean, he had a lot of stuff, and he had listed everything in that book. I'd only been in practice like three years, so I wasn't worth a whole lot at that point. And knowledge-wise, I'm well, period. For that um, he had the attorney to call. He had everything in. Now, my dad knew he was going to die because he had cancer. But he had everything in my place to walk my mom through step by step. He made it as easy as he possibly could without him being there. We, we, I grew up in the traditional household where the mom stayed home, took care of the kids. If my mom's car needed gas, dad went and got gas. So, I mean, mom was as ill-prepared to be on her own as you can possibly be i mean it was yeah so um go ahead and take the time to write this stuff out and make a list of this it's just a notebook one page for life insurance one page for bank account you know you had to put the amounts in the bank account just hey i've got a savings account at state employees credit union here's the account number uh, it's a joint account i've got a checking account at bbnt here's the account number it's what I use to pay for the rental houses, so my name's the only one on there. Oh, I've got uh, oh rental houses, next page, real estate. I mean, just write this stuff down because for those of us that have to clean up your mess, it is an absolute it's a nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. I mean, it's a disaster. You're telling the lady like we had to do a couple, three weeks ago, ma'am, I cannot find this half million dollar policy. Yeah, I can I've, find I've, no record of it. I've, and, and, and I've got nothing for you. I mean, there's, there's really nothing to, um, there's just you don't want any unpleasant surprises at death Um, Uh, if we can help you with this give us a call at 252-746-6785 again that's 252-746-6785 we can certainly give you some advice on attorneys and CPAs and whatnot Uh, more importantly we can kind of help you set up your notebook and what to put into it um, even something as simple as, um, uh, let's say that your adult child has been driving a car for the last five years that you gave them, but the title's still in your name and you're dead. Um, or, um, there's a loan, you know, you lent some money to a friend of yours, 20 grand, and your spouse doesn't know about that. That needs to be in this book. If you believe that if you're no longer here, your spouse needs to get out of the businesses that you own, put that down in the book. You know, I think you need to get out of this. This is not gonna, not something that you're going to enjoy doing. So, I mean, just it doesn't. It, it might take you an hour to fill that book out the the, book the first time, and then ten minutes every quarter to keep it up to date. But man, it makes all the difference in the world. Uh, it's it's not having that book is like somebody saying to me, uh, I would like. Um, uh, for you to make a cheesecake from scratch and I, there's no recipe you just do the best you can I mean it's, 
the outcome is going to be terrible, <laughs> no matter what. Again, 252-746-6785, 252-746-6785. And again, you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your family and those coming behind you. Yeah, and, and I just we mentioned this earlier. Make sure that um, – Make sure that your family, you know, your spouse, your your children, whatever, have met with your um your professionals, your, oh, your professionals. Yeah, your 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 lawyer, your CPA, your financial planner. Make sure that they're familiar with all of them because they're the ones that your family is going to be looking to at death to get this stuff figured out. Um, I mean, that's that's their whole job is to handle this stuff so that you you and your family don't have to. So, um. Make sure to introduce your family to them. Make sure that they, they're, they're at least aware of who they are, that there's a certain level of comfort there so that when something does happen, because I, I it is inevitable. I, I have, uh, there's only one man that ever beat it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, anyway, Lily, when, 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 when my dad died, my dad died on a Friday and on Monday morning, the phone rang at my mom's house and I answered it and it was a gentleman from a major stock firm. And he asked to speak to my dad. And I said, well, he's not here. And he introduced himself as the one that handled all of my dad's securities. And when I expressed dismay at that, he hung up on me. Dismay because you thought because you were handling yeah. it. Yeah. And this is a, a stockbroker in Raleigh, major firm. Major company, yeah. Yeah, that saw my dad's obituary and tried to scam his way in. Now we filed a complaint. He ended up getting fired, but I mean that's the kind of crap that you, you just you want to avoid. Yeah. yeah, you don't have you shouldn't have to do that. No, yeah. I mean you just a couple of other things. I won't get into detail. We're out of time. A couple of other things that fortunately my sister or I one intercepted to keep my mom from getting bombed. But when my dad died, they came out of the woodwork. They're just like vultures. Yeah, yeah, really yeah but cockroaches. Anyway, all right, hear the music. Got to get out of here and maybe find something a little happier than this. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing this time with us. I hope you have a great rest of the week and look forward to chatting with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking, Taking care, care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.